You are listening to a Radio Free Podcasting production. For more great podcasts like this, head on over to RadioFreePodcasting.com. Now, your five-day forecast. But we're not talking about the weather. This is Pop Culture Forecast with your old podcast pal Patrick and special guest host Tim Beasley. Regardless of what they talk about this week, Invincible, am I right? Monday, Monday, Monday. We don't do Mondays on this show. Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. There we go. Let's talk about Tuesday. Tuesday. Once again, my pick for this week is everybody's favorite show. The Flash. Supergirl. I think I found what we're looking for. We're going home. Hold on, sis. We're coming. In the end, we always come back together. Oh, no. Stronger than ever. God, she looks different. We need a bigger gun. We have to get out of here. All right. I didn't watch last week, so. Okay. Why are they, why, why is. So last week's was so ridiculous that when I tried to explain it to you, you believed I was fucking with you. So I still let's try this again. Kind of <laughs> last week, there were two stories going on. I don't know, maybe three. Three stories going on. I only cared about one of them. Um, Kara and her dad try to escape. He gets captured by three dudes that are in the Phantom Zone. She gets rescued by a woman in the Phantom Zone who reveals herself to be a magical imp, like Mr. McSixoplixixix. But her powers were taken away by her father, who I think was the king of the imps. So she's princess of the imps. And he put a wristband on her that keeps her from using her magic. Like, that makes any sense. And then Kara proceeds to tell her how she could believe in herself, and then she believes in herself, and she snaps her finger, and the wristband falls off, what? and she gets her magic back. And then they go and rescue her dad, and they decide that they will not only escape, but bring the magical imp back to Earth with them, because what could possibly go wrong? Tim, that was the good story. <laughs> What? <laughs> the other two stories were about the rest of the team and all of their soap opera problems. Because honestly, as I was watching it, it really looked and felt like a soap opera where it would just cut between two people talking with really dramatic music and then two other people talking with really dramatic music uh-huh. and then two other people talking with really dramatic music. And then they fought some of the phantoms that escaped and Magan turned into a phantom, but then they just pulled what? out some magic way to pull it out of their ass of like, Oh, there's this Martian technique that we could do, but it's very dangerous. I hope the phantoms don't attack while we're doing this technique tour. And sure enough, they did. Yeah. It was ridiculous. So ridiculous. I mean, it got to the point in the episode. I'm, I actually wondered, are we ever going to see Kara again in this? Like, can we go back to the ridiculous story taking place in the phantom zone? I preferred that. And when they did at the end of the episode, I was actually surprised. I'm like, oh, they remembered that she's in the show. Uh, And then there's a third story that was going on that was about Lena and Lex. And I'm just don't care. I'm done with Lex. 
They, they should have left him in jail with his memory wiped and been done. Time for a new villain. <sighs> Why is it my pick for Tuesday, you ask? Yeah, <laughs> it's my... It's gotten ridiculous. Um, at least the Flash isn't, like, super crazy. Yes. <laughs> well... Well, I mean, the story is a little bit better. This might be the last week it's my pick, depending on how it goes. I want to see the story of what happens when her dad comes back to Earth and if they're going to adapt any of the comic or not. And it looks like, from the trailer, that they actually make it back. I know you and I had wondered if he was going to get sacrificed to get her back or something, but the images in the trailer show them on Earth and some of the stills I found. So I just I want to see that story. Getting here has been ridiculous. And if it's the case that these... Episodes are just weird because they were kind of working around her pregnancy. Then, then so be it. But please tell me we're done with that now. We're back <laughs> to when everybody. I mean, it, I kind of wonder if that's why, you know, for the two episodes she's hardly in it, and when she is, it looks like it probably could have been filmed at a completely different time while they were filming all the other stuff. But, whoo, yeah, they did on that on what we just watched. They did like a close up of her, and I'm like, whoa, she looks different. Yeah. So I'm thinking. Either they filmed her Phantom Zone stuff before she left on break or after, probably after. And uh, now they're all going to be back together. And I'm just kind of hoping it gets better from here. So this is my last hope. So next week we might be talking about Flash. Cool. <laughs> I legitimately have nothing to add. Yeah, there's really nothing to add. It's, I mean, when you, you're telling me the story and like I've, I've never wanted a facepalm into my mic. But I'm like, what? what? So this is the last thing I'm going to say about it. I was hoping for a good season six, and I feel like we had to get through these few episodes before we could actually get into season six, because I really don't feel like it started yet. I could see that. Since the, with the pregnancy and having to keep them separated. So I'm hoping next week we see what this, this season's going to be about, and then I'll know if I'm still in. I mean, obviously I'm still going to keep watching, but that doesn't mean I'm going to keep talking about it on podcasts because seriously, it's getting a little ridiculous. And to make matters worse, the Supergirl comic was canceled a couple months ago, so I can't even go to that instead for a fix of something good. So I got nothing. It's just a shit on Supergirl week, huh? It's a sad day to be a Supergirl fan. What else you got? Well, let's think about a happy day. Let's talk about Wednesday. Monday, Tuesday, happy days. So I'm going to throw you a curveball this week. Actually, it's not so much a curveball, but I hope the ball has (laughs) some spin on it. (laughs) Tim joke right there. You like that with the stupid laugh? Anyways, hope the that... t- stupid laugh. <laughs> That's the yeah. stupid laugh you do when you're making a dumb joke. How dare you? Okay. All right, you do it. You do it. You do it. give me, give me, give me, give me uh, nope. your version of that. Nope, it's got to be natural. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Wednesday. Tim, you like tennis? I love tennis. I do too, and that's why I picked this. This is the first time I think we've put a documentary on our list. Yeah, I don't know what this is. My pick for Wednesday is the documentary coming to Amazon Prime called Venus and Serena. What do you want to be when you grow up? Tennis player. I would like to be a tennis player. Two black girls from Compton probably weren't supposed to ever play tennis, let alone be really good at it. My dad is the one that had the most revolutionary ideas in terms of changing the game. I written a plan before they were born, 78 pages. The plan was for both of them to become number one in the world. It really surprised me when both of them are that good. My parents told me it'd be number one in the world. (laughs) I was brainwashed. When she won her first pro tournament, the media just went through the roof. I was there. I was watching. I couldn't believe it. I went up to Richard, and I said, I think you got the next Michael Jordan on your hand. And he goes, no, brother, man. I got the next two. This is the moment that I waited all my life for. 
Serena Williams is still getting better and better and better. Sisters just 15 months apart. What would be the odds they could not only choose the same profession, but dominate it? Their style is very independent and quite rebellious, and that's part of who they are and why people pay attention. There's a lot of jealousy. There's a lot of resentment. There's an intimidation factor. And you get married in November. Right now, I'm fearful of the pressure, but I have to overcome all that. Surprising announcement by Venus Williams that she is pulling out of the U.S. Open to tend to her health. And there's not a sport that tears your body up worse than tennis. A tennis player doesn't have a long career. The tragedy for every athlete is age and inevitability of not being able to pursue your dream because your body won't follow you. I wanted to go out and know for sure that I couldn't play. Everybody has been talking about the return of the Williams sisters. Venus Ring transcended the sport. Through their injuries, it's kind of woken people up to the reality that there would be a tremendous void when they're gone. Can I interest you in some tennis documentaries? Nah. Nah? <laughs> I, I'm not a big uh, Serena fan, so mm -hmm. I don't really care for this, but. I'd watch it to see their their rise because I remember them when I was a kid, and they were yeah. when they had the, they were both on their huge rise right before they were mm -hmm. before they had I think they might have won a Masters or two under their belt but um, when they had the braids like they had the matching braids and stuff I thought for the longest mm -hmm. time they were twins because I didn't watch tennis but I kept I hearing too. about these sisters and they looked they yep. looked they had a very similar style obviously they're not the same person Serena's was shorter right. than like Venus has always been much lengthier. Like she's a typical, mm -hmm. she's a typical uh, female tennis player body. Serena's built like a right. fucking brick shit house. Like she's just pure muscle. She got bigger and bigger and mm -hmm. bigger and stronger and stronger and stronger. It's probably why I'm not a huge fan of Serena. Like I like the finesse of female tennis. She just fucking powers through and just hammers the goddamn ball. And it's like, I don't find her style of tennis fun to watch, but, Gotcha. Obviously, best female player ever. Like, I'm not going to deny that. Just not a huge fan. Right. But, and also, I don't know, maybe too many people love her. <laughs> I always root for the underdog in a sense. So, it sucked when her sister got knocked out because she got, I think she got sick, if I'm not mistaken. Like, she didn't, she didn't, she didn't drop out. She didn't, like, retire because, like, oh, my, I, I just had this one knee injury that just won't stop and stuff. Like, I think she got some sort of, like, if I'm not mistaken, some sort of a infection or disease, like just kept coming back mm. and fucking with her every time. And like, she had like no energy and she'd have to drop out of matches. Not cause she was like, Oh, I can't move my arm or I can't move my knee. Just like, I can't move like my body or just has no power to go forward kind of stuff, which sucks to see. Same thing happened to a couple of my favorite male tennis players where they like Marty fish got Lyme disease and he just couldn't, he couldn't play. Just has no mm. ability to, to even play like an exhibition match at this point, which is crazy. But, oh, that sucks. But I mean, Serena's still going strong, still fucking killing it, dude. So, mm -hmm. well, I was interested in this for a number of reasons. <laughs> One, I, I love tennis. I, just, I don't think we've ever really talked about it. I don't that. think we have. We I was like, it, like, it's come up. I find it funny. Like, you do like tennis? I'm like, yeah, let me go talk about it for a while. <laughs> I knew you liked tennis, but I don't think we'd ever talked about it. So, I played tennis in high school. 
Uh, I was on the tennis team because somebody else didn't make grades. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks to be you, um, Billy. Yep. Uh, uh, his name was Danny. Sucks um, to be you, Danny. <laughs> but I also, I want to see the the Will Smith movie that's coming out where he plays their dad. Oh, I didn't know that. Have you, you haven't heard about that? Yeah. No. He's going to play their dad. And when movies like that come out, I, I always like it when I get a chance to see like a documentary first so that when I'm watching it, I know if the uh, adaptation of their life is accurate or not, or if it's been like uh, glossed over, you know, for, for Hollywood purposes. So I think that's kind of fun, like see the real story and then go see the dramatization. So sure. I don't know. Did you see? Uh, That'd be cool. I, I I don't follow tennis as closely as I did, you know, years and years ago when I was playing and when I was in high school and then like first couple of years of college. Sure. So I don't even know a whole lot about them except the stuff you 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 hear because they're 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 in the news a lot, you know. But I don't follow it as closely as I did. So sure. I thought it'd be cool to watch, and I thought you know could use a break from superhero stuff just one night, just one. Oh yeah. Just one. <laughs> See, there's some there's some great sports documentaries. This isn't going to become a sports podcast. No, just saying. No, no, no. Did you see uh, Bjorg versus McEnroe? Bjorg McEnroe. No, but I wanted to. Was. It's a pretty good movie. The actors are really good. You got some subtitles when he's speaking like uh, yeah Swedish, but good movie. Shia LaBeouf plays a damn good uh, Johnny Mac. Just do it. Did he get any tattoos or pull any teeth out for that one? Nope. Nope. Nothing is impossible. All right. Well, anyways, that's Wednesday. Let's move on to Thursday. I think you know what Thursday is going to be. It's the one-two punch of SVU and organized crime. Thursday. Ooh. Wheatley ordered a hit on me and missed. We need evidence. Place this bug in Wheatley's wine cellar. I want to know everything about her. Where she goes, who she sees. Who is Gina Capaletti? Organized crime next Thursday on NBC. I'm so nervous Gina's going to die. Yeah, this show. Did you ever watch The Sopranos? Nah. Wrong, okay. wrong, wrong bracket. I wasn't. I probably started watching stuff that was like Soprano-esque. Probably the last couple seasons. And then they had the cliffhanger, the fade to black shit. And I was like. Right. Maybe I'll swing back around, but then it's it's like it's in that weird phase of of TV where it's a little dated. So when I w- tried to watch it, I'm like, right. Eh. Like it's one of those you had to be there things. Exactly. I tried to rewatch it, and I was like, part. It was probably partly because I've already seen it, and it it did feel a little dated. And I had a feeling that maybe the only, maybe only the first or second season felt dated, and maybe it wouldn't after that. But I just I couldn't get through it a second time, and that was mainly because there were so many other things to watch that I hadn't seen. But. What I'm liking about this show is it's got some of those vibes where it's like a cross between Sopranos and SVU and that now I'm worried about the the girl that's that's undercover for them and all this stuff that you wouldn't normally get in SVU because sure. you know or any other law and order because you know everybody's a regular and they're coming back and they don't do the long long arcs and at the same time it's definitely within the, that law and order universe. I love that I mean according to this trailer Olivia's coming back like they didn't just do like a one episode crossover and we're done. And for some reason they don't ever speak to each other again. Yeah. So I like that, that, that in both shows, whether, whether they cross over into them, but they're, they're at least mentioned, it's still a driving force that their, their friendship and relationship is, is important this year throughout the season of both. So hold up. Did you get a feeling it, in, in the last episode of SVU that they were trying to set up like Elliot and, and Olivia are going to start dating? Like Finn tells Olivia, like I might have told him that you had a relationship. 
And then she's like, that's not important right now. I was like, what the fuck? I just the way they said it threw me off. I more get the feeling that everyone, everyone in their orbit knew that even though he was married, like they weren't together, but it was almost like they were, you know, they were that close at certain point in their career. And that maybe he kind of felt like, I don't know if I stepped across the line, but no, I mean, that would be weird if that was what Finn was trying to imply because the guy's wife just died, but it was weird. Or maybe it was just a matter of, Hey, I got to tell you that I told him stuff about your personal life, but that seems like it would be more like if that was the case. Just, uh, it could have said something like I told him that you adopted a kid. There's just, yeah, it's, it was weird. I, I don't know if they're setting something up, but it, it, the line completely threw me off. Cause I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Cause I always through all their, what, 11 or 12 years together. Mm-hmm. I always mm-hmm. knew they had a very tight relationship. There was always that mm-hmm. weird kind of lingering, like, mm-hmm. could we, should we, but I felt like they always mm-hmm. came back to like, you're basically my brother. You're basically my right. sister. Like I love you as much as I love my wife because you are my family, right. but never like, I want to throw one India. Like I never got that. Yeah, that was, it was weird. I guess, you know, if they had, if the storyline had been like, he comes back from Italy and you find out that he and his wife had split up years ago and then they were trying to dangle something like that. I totally go totally different. Okay. Maybe, maybe that's what they're going to do, but his wife just died. What? Three episodes <laughs> in, in, in showtime a couple days ago. <laughs> yeah. M- maybe, maybe a week or two. Maybe. I don't even know. Cause they, the way that the, when, um, oh, fuck, what's his daughter's name? The, the bipolar one. Um, I can't remember when she comes over, she makes it seem like he's been there a little while. Yeah. I mean, in the show, I feel yeah, it's like it's only say. been a week or something, but yeah, maybe it's been It'll a couple be a weeks. little easier now to tell as his like wounds heal. Yeah. Oh, but in the first episode, few episodes, you're not sure. Oh, his wounds healed from the start of the show to the end. I was like, yeah, for, <laughs> forgot some of the makeup guys. <laughs> Cause he was, he was fucked up at the beginning of the show. And by the end, when yeah. he confronts him after he like, yeah. you know, snipped the, the power supply and stuff when he showed up at, the uh, COVID screening thing, like his wounds mm-hmm. were a lot, I don't know, not as puffy, not as red. I'm like, that's pretty quick for a day, maybe two, but yeah, whatever it works. It didn't take me out of the scene. I just noticed it. Cause I noticed weird shit like that, but great episode still, still kicking and screaming. Well, and, loving I, it. and I, I love the way that they, they're giving these, giving us these episodes back to back and they're not doing the thing that, Superman and Supergirl are doing where it's like you get one and then we'll go on a break and we'll give you the other one because what I'm loving is Thursday night I get my fix of both styles of Law and Order. Yep. You get the Monster of the Week on SVU and then you get the ongoing story right after and a little bit of crossover but just loving the fact that you get both and it's not so jarring they're like well I kind of miss the days when I could just dip in and dip out of the show because you still get that. Dude speaking of the Monster of the Week Jesus Christ. did you watch last week? SVU? Yeah. Oh yeah. My God. Yeah, seriously. That was an intense episode. I'm like, yes, it was. Oh my god. A lot of them have been this week. They're, I mean, this this year. Well, I mean, they're. It's funny I say that because I mean a lot of what they do is graphic and it's it's meant to punch home. But yeah, something about a handicapped girl threw me way off. And then and you got to figure yeah. they're they're in a much different like bracket of of aggression. Like they're they're preyed upon a lot more. And, and mm-hmm. I don't think we talk about that enough as a society, like the abuse and, and sexual abuse and physical abuse of the handicapped, the disabled and the elderly. We don't talk about that a lot. And the show mm-hmm. has 
dove dived divin dovin it's hit on those a few times in the past so it's it's good but then to go from that to like i didn't see the the race thing coming and i was mm-hmm. like holy shit like yeah that was a that was a left turn that i didn't expect and it wasn't not earned like it wasn't like you, you didn't watch it go no come on now yeah. you're just trying to cram stuff in but when they you know when you saw the opening misdirection I totally thought it was, yeah, I thought it was going to be one thing and it was something completely different. Yeah. And just the, you know, auctioning people off on dark web is just. Whew. Yeah. And what, what, yeah. what hit me there was like, does this shit happen and we just don't know about it? Like, is this going on in a major American city and we just don't hear about it on the news? That freaked me the fuck out. It's especially when, you think, well, if this stuff happened, when we hear about it, and then when they were talking about, like, we don't want this to get on the news yep. so that more people won't be drawn to it, I'm like, oh, maybe it does. <laughs> <laughs> Just doing a key, good job of keeping it quiet. You well, know? and what throws me off is usually this show is pretty good about a couple, you know, something bad happens, and a couple weeks later, yes. there's a new episode about it. So I'm like, did Ripped this? from the headlines. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, did this recently happen, and we didn't hear about I, it? I think that every time I watch this, I'm like, was this, was this on the news? I'm kind of afraid to Google shit, though, like. Yeah, I'd, don't do that. I don't want to go down an even scarier rabbit hole, you know? Well, you don't want some of that stuff in your in your search history either. Incognito mode, bro. Why don't you go ahead and Google auctions no. for people on... <laughs> <laughs> right, you know what? We're moving on. We're moving on. Oh, my God. It's going to be so good. On to Friday. Friday has to be invincible, right? I, I think legitimately I'm staying up late to watch this. On Thursday night? Yeah. I would. Yeah. I would. Or, I, or I just getting I up. I'll probably you. get up early because I don't think... Because yeah. I've had problems trying to watch it right at like 12, 1230. Right. So I think I'll go to bed and then I'll I'll get up at like 630 and watch it and then go to work. Well, before we watch this trailer, I just want to put an anti-spoiler alert. There is absolutely nothing in this trailer from this week's episode. No? The legacy of that shield is... This is old. This is old. This is old. <laughs> People need something to get behind. Well, if there is something new in here, I didn't catch it the first time I watched it. Here it is. The helicopter stuff is new. If we do this. Lucky on a motorcycle. That shield represents a lot of things to a lot of people. So we're partners, co-workers. Not necessarily a team. No. We look damn good, though. Exclusively on Disney Plus. There's a couple fluffers in there. Yeah, a, couple, a little bit. A couple filler but shots, but very small. And I am really happy about that because I'm thinking about all the trailers I've watched, and for the most part, I think we've seen everything. Like everything they've shown us, we've seen now. So it means that whatever happens this week, all new. Well, I think some stuff from the episode five trailer is going to be in mm-hmm. in episode 6. Like the stuff with with Carly and the 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 what are the fucking called? Mm. Jesus, my brain's turned off. Flag smashers. Yes, those do. I was like freedom smashers. Okay. <laughs> That's not it. Uh when they're at night and then uh John Walker shows oh, up yeah, with another shield that. like that stuff hasn't happened. I forgot about that. But then yeah. you see John yeah. making the shield at the end of episode 5. It's like, "Okay, there it is." Mm-hmm. So, yeah. There was stuff in the episode 5 pr- uh, promo that Hopefully, I mean that's the thing. But maybe the maybe it doesn't part, even show up. Maybe it's yeah. extra shit they caught. That could be too. But I mean, for the most part, we're gonna get you know yeah. a good forty five minutes of new of new. So I'm excited about that. What do you think about that? Uh, 
that episode five that cameo? big cameo shocker screener thing. Did you get it? Was it spoiled for you before it happened? Nope. I, I don't watch. I don't look at anything. Good. Good. Wasn't for me either. I knew, I mean, I knew there was a cameo coming and I sat there waiting mm-hmm. and when it happened, I was just like, what? Dude, she walked on the <laughs> screen. And I was like, that's it. Like, which uh, my initial reaction was I, I had to stop it. I had to go back cause I missed her name because my mind went, fuck, that means we're not going to see Sharon as the, the info broker. Was it mm-hmm. info broker? Power broker. Power broker. Power broker. My brain's off already, bro. I need one of those five hours, but, but then I went back and I let her talk and I was like, holy shit get it julia like this looks fun they're setting up so much shit and i went and looked her up after mm-hmm. like who the character was i'm like Ooh, lady hydra we're setting up some crazy shit sounds like they probably won't use she's got many names but they probably won't use the lady hydra name yep. because it'll be seem a little too much like hydra's back yep. but they don't need to i think they're setting up rush russian hydra what was it called come on bro essentially in the comics she was supposed to be like the flip side of the coin to nick fury well, yeah, she was she was like a triple spy, and she was a yep. she was a Russian sleeper agent. Yep, Leviathan. Yes, there you go. No, she's not tied into Supergirl season five. No, Leviathan, the Russian version of Hydra, which yes. I think is awesome because there's also rumors that she was she's the reason why they moved the date for Black Widow. Yep. She's the reason they moved the date of of the sh- this show, because she's in Black Widow. Did they move the date of this show? Yes. This show was supposed to go on first. It was supposed to okay. be the first Disney well, Plus show. And when Black Widow got when Black Widow got, got pushed delayed, though. they switched this with WandaVision. And that fueled those rumors that um, Florence Widow. Pugh was going to be in this. Yeah. And that you I guess, didn't. I guess that's were, what I You meant. were supposed to already know who she was. Yeah. That's what I meant. Because yeah, yeah. like. Because one got moved, so they moved the other one, then they moved it, then they kept it, then they moved the other one. Right. Yeah. And that's why I think they were trying so hard for this May 7th date so everything would come out together, and they just realized at this point it doesn't matter. And totally makes sense. Yeah. I think ideally we were supposed to to have already seen her in Black Widow when the show came out. But with her appearance in this, it doesn't matter. It was so good just as it was. It's perfect. Well, cause she's, and I don't know how big hers is, but I, I get the feeling she may even be kind of like a post credits black widow thing of like, let's put it this way. If, if taskmaster lives, she might approach him at the end of the, the, the film. I don't know. Cause I, from because my, it seems like I'll let you from go. what I'm reading is she may be putting together like a team. So we might be getting like the anti Avengers essentially. Mm-hmm. And that might be the big bad that they build through phase four is she pops up in each installment and recruits somebody. That'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Cause the way that I, I read an article where they were saying that she's essentially the head of Leviathan or a, a prominent member, maybe a director or whatever in Leviathan, which also runs the red room, which mm-hmm. is where okay. taskmaster is supposed to run the red room in the, in the black widow gotcha. movie where they, yeah, I tried to stay Russian away from anything about. Yeah, well, I, I tried to stay away from anything about Black Widow. My theory was I didn't figure her role could be that big. Otherwise, we would have heard of her being in it. Very true. Before now, very true. Like I feel like it's got to be a. It's also got to be cameo level. I agree. But I feel like they're building something here to put her in both. Well, it's reminiscent of when Iron Man shows up in Hulk, right? Like 
feels like they're kind of doing that or you know the little bit of Nick Fury you get in the Iron Man movies recruiting him I feel like we go all the way back to phase one and we're doing the same thing but on the flip side we're building a team to go up against the Avengers could be I also think because if and I wasn't trying to read anything about it I just I watched the Black Widow trailer which is the new one's pretty Mm -hmm. good and then I happened to read because I didn't know who she was I couldn't remember like the name didn't the name sounded familiar, mm-hmm. but I'm like, what? And I, I might have seen her and stuff, but I had to go read about her. Cause I was like, who is this chick? Why is she important? You know? Um, mm-hmm. But in the, what I read or what the movie sounds like, sounds like Taskmaster is in charge of the red room. He's the one that sets it up and runs it. Got it. So okay. then I'm wondering if in the movie they keep referencing, like he kept refer- keeps referencing his boss or something like that. that could and be, then to yeah. your point, you get either a pre-credits you know, slow chair turn kind of reveal or maybe a post-credits reveal that he's been reporting to her the whole time. And I hope Taskmaster doesn't die because it's a cool character. Uh, yeah. And I'm, I still feel like we need to stop killing the, the, the villains in, in Marvel. I'm not a huge, until they've run their course. I like his more ghost face yeah. look in the, in the comics, mm-hmm. but it's, it's an interpretation, right? It's a modern take yep. on him. So it's interesting. They could always make, if he does survive, they can make a bigger mask or something later on. More of a hood to him versus a Yeah, and they, they did that with, with Crossbones. Yep. You know, he starts just as just as Rumlo and people were like, Seriously, you didn't even make crossbones look like crossbones, but when he comes back with a vengeance, yeah. In uh yeah. In in Ultron, then he's he's a little more crossboned out. Yeah. So yeah, if they 'cause they they're they're pretty good about when they do bring people back, they give them their student upgrade. Even if it's just minor things. Everybody gets a costume upgrade in the next movie, so could be. We'll but see. Man, I cannot wait. I Friday. cannot wait. Friday's going to be good. Yeah, it is. Well, I see what you did here for Saturday. Yeah. I saved uh, something else that's coming out on Friday for Saturday because on Friday, I'm going to be watching this. <laughs> Saturday. Saturday must be invincible. He's going to watch it a day late, right? Get over here. Uh, all right. Let's get over here and talk about Saturday. First learned about this seven years ago. On a mission in Brazil to capture a wanted fugitive. When we got there, it tore through our unit in seconds. The target has superhuman abilities. It had the same marking you do, Cole. It's a birthmark. What do you mean? He was born with it. It's not a birthmark, Cole. Means you've been chosen. Throughout history, different cultures all over the world reference a great tournament of champions. Oh, this is gonna be so good. That dragon marking. I think it's an invitation to fight for something known. Mortal Kombat! That's Kano. I'm Liu Kang. Thanks, Jax. Kong Lai. Kong Lai. The fate of Earth is in our hands. No matter how many of my people you put in the ground, we will not fail. Kill them. Oh, Shao Kong. 
beauty he's a fucking beauty fucking beauty he's a fucking beauty for someone that's never played the game I'm excited about this movie you should be it looks like a fucking beauty yeah. it actually makes me want to play the game fucking beauty what's the uh... fucking beauty <laughs> what <laughs> what's the question that you if I was to get a Mortal Kombat game, what do you recommend? Mortal Kombat! I honestly don't know. I haven't played a Mortal Kombat game in a fucking long time. Okay. Mortal Kombat 2. 2? What was 2? What system was 2 on? I don't know. I think I'm thinking Street Fighter 2. But... Oh, okay. Dude, I used to play <laughs> I used to play Mortal Kombat on the computer, bro. So. Oh, okay. I played, I played the then. old school ones. I play. I loved playing on the. Uh, what's it called? Like the the video game machines. I don't know what to call them. Arcade machines, like arcade games. Arcades, yeah. Stand ups, so right? Oh man. What have you heard about the movie so far? That is fucking awesome. Any you read about any of the leaks and stuff? Nope. Trying not to look at anything. Okay, then I'm not going to tell you anything. Yep. I was like, I read a little something in the beginning and I'm like, you know what? No. Go in fresh. Yeah. I read some stuff because I don't know anything about it. So I was like, man, this won't really spoil anything for me because I'm not going to be like, I can't believe they're doing that. Whatever. Um, Actually, <laughs> Garo has forearms, not six. <laughs> actually, it's it's yes. Liu Kong, not Liu Kang. He's from the, the Cantonese dialect of... Oh, believe me, I read some, uh, what was I going to say? I just, my brain went blank. I read some internet comments from people that have seen it already that saw it like in advance. And that's exactly, the, not those exact words, but that's, you could hear it in that voice as you were reading it. <laughs> the internet's got an interesting. Uh... Some of, Some of them. Take on Some things. of them said this is the best one ever made, and others were like, the 1996 movie was better. <laughs> and you could just hear it in that voice. But I'm like, whatever. I didn't see it, so I will enjoy this. Here's the thing. Because I loved Mortal Kombat and Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Annihilation is mm -hmm. by far a worse movie. Like, Mortal Kombat, decent well, See, I, and I read comments that were like, Annihilation is the best one. Get the fuck so like, out And I here. knew you had already told me it wasn't, so that's why I was like, okay, so I know not to believe this person. It's one of those like, ew, okay, haha. <laughs> like, you're going to watch it, but you're not going to be necessarily happy that you're watching it, but you're also going to be ecstatic mm. that you're watching it, if that makes sense. Gotcha. But if you compare the two, <laughs> no, the story, the story is much better in one, but even in one, there's parts that don't make sense. Like... Liu Kang fights the princess. Why? It's Mortal Kombat. You're supposed to fight to the death. They just have like an exhibition match. Why? So that she could pass him a note, essentially. Well, why the fuck is the bad guy watching over them and then allows the princess to survive? It's just like, what? That doesn't make any sense. But how mm. else are the princess who's leading the resistance from within and the new, you know, the head of this, you know, new team, how are they going to possibly communicate? Oh, let's make him fight. And then when she takes him down and is 
grappling with them, she can whisper in his ear. No, it's stupid. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about? Well, it always goes back to what we always talk about. When you establish your rules, you got to follow them. So if it's a fight to the death, you can't just insert one fight that's not going to be a fight to the death. Exactly. Because of a plot. Because of needed plot device, you know, you write write a better way around that. Yep. Stupid. They also talk at other points in the movie in the hallways. So I'm like, what was the fucking fight for? Like, I just <laughs> don't get it. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Fuck I don't yes. want to tell you any of the stuff I've heard about it yet. No, I don't. We'll talk about it after we've seen it on Hollywood and Five. <laughs> the one thing I did read, because people were asking, like, why isn't Johnny Cage in this one? And the... The director's like, well, we had already printed, like, started a story. Like, Johnny's a big personality, so we came up with Cole. And they're like, and mm. it lets us set up part two if we get to do it. I'm like, yeah, I like you thinking yeah. about that already. Like, save some characters yeah. for the second one. I'm into it. That kind of lines up with what I've read from the people that, that claim to have seen it. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> maybe they have, maybe they haven't. Or in some case, it was like my aunt and uncle got to go see it, and here's what they told me about it. So I was like, I believe you more, because why would you lie about that? You just say, yeah, I saw it. Yeah. But um, I, I'm looking forward to it. Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. It looks so good. That's all I got for this week. You got anything? Not a thing. Okay. Well, it'll be a short episode this week. That's okay. That's totally okay. Totally okay. It's okay. That's okay. Hey, Patrick. Patrick. It's okay. Hmm. It's okay. Tim. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. Yeah, I know. No, but but seriously, Tim, it's not your fault. I know. This episode was a little shorter than usual, but it's not your fault. Don't you fuck with me. Thanks for listening. Drop us a line at popcultureforecast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram at popcultureforecast and on Twitter at popculture. The number four, cast. Pop Culture Forecast is a proud member of the Radio Free Podcasting Network. For more information and to find other great podcasts, visit radiofreepodcasting.com. Tune in next week for another exciting episode of Pop Culture Forecast. And until then, Go watch Invincible. I don't care what these two tingalings say. It's my pick this week. She's basically like Russia's version of of Nick Fleur, Nick Nick Flurry. <laughs> Nick Flurry, <laughs> tasty treat.